Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You're listening to Wednesdays with Wombat on SEN Track with Toby McKinnon. Welcome back to Trot's Life and Garrick Knight is on the line. I better introduce him uh, formally. Garrick Knight, brought to us by Knight Exports. If you are looking for a Kiwi horse, email Garrick at knightexports at gmail.com or find him on Twitter at Garrick R. Knight. Garrick, how are you? I'm good, thank you, sir. That was the light version of my intro this week, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Uh, it just feels like a light kind of day. <laughs> yeah, pump day, as, as always. Uh, Favourite time of the week, talking to you, because when I hang up, uh, the weekend's only two and a bit days away, so looking forward to it. Uh, they tell me you're um, you're flying at the moment, mate, and uh, I would say if you're flying, you'd be flying in the sky. Yes, uh, <laughs> certainly am flying. Um, that's just, I know you didn't have long to think of that one, to be fair. Um, yeah, no, just a quick note. One at Penrith tonight, uh, listeners, in the sky in the last race, um, for the roots. Just, I just wanted to note, it's first up, um, it actually it qualified here about a year ago, um, give or take. I'm not sure exactly sure when it was, but it feels like it was February or March last year. Um Really impressive type, and it was snapped up fairly quickly by Roy Roots Jr. and his owner, Paul Borg, who aren't afraid to splash the cash for some nice young stock. Uh, the Black Prince, one that springs to mind. Mm. Um, I really like this horse. I, I tried to buy him at the, at the time, and, and it was just a bit slow off the mark. Interestingly, hasn't raced, hasn't well, he trolled when he got over there back in April last year, and then didn't race. And he's come back now with a couple of trials. I see he had one last week, and they went 153 at Menangle, which, uh, you know, for some of these trial times that these guys run, I do wonder um, what it sets out to achieve. But anyway, look, um, I just... Moral of the story is he's a really good horse, and from what I know about Penrith, um, I expect he'll be winning probably tonight. And... Definitely a Saturday night horse going forward. And I would like to see him really uh, go up that ladder fairly quickly because Sky Major is a horse, a sire. been getting a lot of support, a lot of numbers on the ground. And I'd just like to see a nice horse coming out of that first crop for him to sort of solidify that. So, um, yeah, hopefully Indus Sky will be that horse. That 30 ran in a trial on the 18th of January. The winner of the trial, Rocco Coco, is a... Western Australian three-year-old that's joined the McCarthy team and goes into the uh, R.C. Simpson Memorial Sprint over the 1609, which tells us uh, it's got a they've got a pretty high opinion of it. So I'd be expecting uh, it'll go pretty well out of that trial. I think it'll be good form. Yeah, 
Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, so I know he's drawn wide tonight, but I guess that's all I, about all I can say. I, I hadn't watched those trials. I only just sort of picked up on it about 20 minutes before we came on here, but um, definitely one to follow for those fiends who like to punt on a Wednesday night. Uh, and have you got Jack Callahan made in your um, in your fantasy stable? I have, I have. Um, I'm actually, would you believe I'm ranked number two as we speak in the whole competition? So it's going fairly well. Um, Captain Robbie Morris this week, and he reeled in <laughs> three winners yesterday at Menangle, and he's got a fairly good book at Newcastle Friday night. So optimistic we can stay in the fight. You're, you're ranked number two with me too as well, mate, in case you're wondering. Oh, which is a pretty good effort seeing I've got three kids, but let's not go into that. Now, Melton on Melton on Saturday night. We've seen a couple of these horses come over with Rakiro in their name of late, so um, I'm not sure if that's the breeder naming them that, but uh, Rakiro Rebel is one that's first up for Jess Tubbs. It's only lightly raced, and it's only won the one race. It's a 56 raider. And it goes into a mare, four-year-old and older mare's, I think, basically an MO in the old version. Uh, very interesting runner. Yeah, look, there's a lot to unpack here, and I, I yeah. have to be a little bit delicate. I'd be a little bit delicate in what I say and how I say this. Firstly, just on the name, yes, um, it's the name uh, an owner over here, Ronnie Dore, gives to all the horses he either breeds or buys from the sales. He he's sort of been a, an owner of uh, some note for probably 10, 15 years, but all, I don't know, three or four years ago, he, he built his own property, state of the art, and made a concerted effort to start buying a lot of yearlings and rename them. And um, this was one of the better ones. So she actually, look, she, she's a she's a very, very classy mare. She had a run through at Ashburton Labor Weekend, which is late October, and it was phenomenal. Um, she sat park trip and a 55-mile um, outside True Fantasy in Queen of Diamonds. True Fantasy obviously being our best, just retired, but best uh, three-year-old filly last season. Uh, look, th- that run had to be seen to be believed, and I know they had a big rap on her all the way through. I will say this, she was then due to start on New Zealand Cup Day mm-hmm. um, and was warmly supported in a strong race, but was scratched by the stewards on race morning. Um, then underwent a change of stable. She's now in Australia uh, with uh, Lara J Farm, and I think if she runs up to her true ability, they won't see which way she goes because she is a very, very good mare, in my opinion. Very fast, very tough, has the right bloodlines. Um, and the rock and roll heavens, I find, seem to get better with racing and age. And she hasn't been overtaxed. She's four. She's only had nine stars. You know, they've been patient with her. So I think uh, Jess and Greg and their owners are in for a very exciting time with her going forward. Get gate speed? Yes, has gate speed. Um, I don't know about Heavenly Charm. Um, the, but the one, the one on, it's on her outside, Blood Moon, has blistering gate speed. So I wouldn't expect she'd hold it unless she's really fast out. Right. Well, even if she gets crossed, as I said, like, Either, like that, that, that run at Ashburton, I, I would implore form analysts go back and watch that run. Yeah, it was a fast run race, and she was huge. So that gives you an idea of how tough she can be when she's in the mood. I actually look. I spoke to Gavin Smith, who drove her regularly, um, and did the handling of her just before she left. And 
he spoke effusively about how good she was, um, and that's good enough for me. So, yep, I um, yeah, she she's a lot better than the level she's in at the moment. The rating, uh, I think, twelve months time, she'll be one of the better mares in Victoria. I would suggest. Wow. Uh, speaking of good mares from New Zealand, one. We have seen this horse a number of times, one of New South Wales Oaks. She came over here. She ran second in a Vic Oaks uh, many years ago behind Dr. Susan. And it was the good old days when Kiwis were coming and winning all our races. It might be back on again that. But we've seen her come back over. She came over. She won a Ladyship Mile. She ran fourth in the Chariots of Fire. And uh, she's been back since. And won another. she won four out of six at Menangle. Uh, through January through to April last year. Uh, and returning now, stylish Memphis. She had the one run back on the 7th of January in Australia where she ran second. Uh, tell us a bit more about stylish Memphis. And obviously she goes around in a $20,000 mares race on Saturday night, race three, number 11 at Menangle. Yeah, this is her farewell tour. Um, I think I think she's in full. I just racking my brain, I had a conversation for a story with Mark Jones around Christmas time. I can't remember if he said it was her or the stablemate, La Rosa, that had been put in foal. Um, I think it was her. So she's probably only got a few months left. But I know, look, she ran second in the race at Auckland just before Christmas. Her, her, her common pattern has been, the last couple of years, has been race in Sydney through the first half of the year, mm. come home for a spell, come up through the spring, go to Auckland for a couple of mares races just before Christmas, then back to Jack Trainer. Now, Mark Jones did say to me um, earlier, you know, a month ago, that she was as good as she'd ever been at that time of year for him. And he felt like he was sending her over to Jack, um, you know, in fine fettle. So I actually I didn't get to see that first up run over there where she ran second, but no doubt she'll have taken a little bit of um, benefit from it. Tricky race this week, wide draw, um, and it's a very strong field, obviously, with Madrid fresh up, and Derek Tinkerbell's got the gate speed. Baby Kelly, you know, there's some nice horses there, but like Stylish Memphis, she's proven she's Group One winner. We know that. We know how good she is, and she's a very, very fast mare. Loves the big track race as well at Menangle. So I don't think she'll be on the track for much longer. If I had to guess, maybe March might be her close off. But yeah, I then again could be imagining that conversation with Mark. But I do think it was her. He said it was had been put in foal. So. There, there is some, uh, they produce some extra testosterone or estrogen or something when they're in foal, and, and it does give some of them a kick along. They're only allowed a race for a certain a number of months after they are in foal because of that reason. I think it's three, I think it's three months, is it? That's, does that sound right? Oh, I would have um, said four, but I won't go to war on it with you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um yeah, so I think obviously the the Ladyship Mile coming up. Uh, well, they changed it. It's called the Queen of Heart. They call QE two now, is it? Is it what it's called? Is it, or my, well, there's some race over there. It's yeah. now called the QE two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's that'll probably might be um, that's going to be the, the main goal for her. So, yeah, look, uh, I do find myself spending a lot more time now looking at the form, especially in um, New South Wales. <laughs> have to say it's got you there. Yeah, my brother's right into it as well. Uh, Kyle Marshall, we just touched on it last week. We've got three minutes this week. Uh, we ran out of time mm. last week, but uh, he's moving over to Cranbourne. Tell us a little bit about Kyle. Yeah, look, um, 
very committed young horseman. He was a good junior driver coming through the grades, and he made a jump very early to become a trainer. Um, his father had been a part-time sort of trainer, David, for a number of years, but um, I really wanted to give it a good shake. And a couple of years ago, maybe, maybe two years this month, or next month, he went to the yearling sales, and he really spent up on some high-quality yearlings and made an effort to syndicate them. And it turned out two or three really nice horses, um, including Son of Mac, who I think is going to be a stable star when he goes over to Cranbourne. A nice trotter, Yogi Sun, another one to look out for. And the third one, name escapes me, uh, Hugo Maguire, which I think we've talked about previously, which is now a print lily, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so look, Carl's got a good strike rate. I think he just was frustrated. It's a common story over here in the North Island, um, a lack of horses, a dwindling number of races, trainers, you know, everything. And when I spoke, I actually broke the story back just the week before Christmas. I not only come out in the mainstream the week before last, but um, I had a good chat to him and he just said, look, uh, the reason we're going over there is uh, more opportunities to race and place the horses. And he said he had a good, a good conversation with Tony and Craig Jamison, who he knew from their time here in, in the north. And um, he did say that he was basically swept off his feet by the administrators in Victoria. Though He was really impressed with HRV, the Cranbourne Club, um, and he felt like he was wanted, whereas he was getting the opposite from the equivalents over here in New Zealand. So yeah. he was very frustrated with a lot of things that have been coming out of the, the uh, head office over here, um, what he viewed as backward steps. So he, him and his partner, Sophie Jeffries, who I think has aspirations to be a junior driver, mm. they made the jump. They're committed, and I think they're going to go maybe April. So, um, yep, not just a good trainer, also a good driver, but I think he is very much focused on, on developing a stable. So. I'll be curious to see how it works out. But that son of Mac is a very, very good horse. I would argue probably in the top five three-year-olds in New Zealand on ability. And I don't say that lightly. So we're losing a really nice horse, and Victoria is going to gain one. So he'll be four now then? Uh, no, no, he's, he's in that same crop as Merlin and Don't Stop Dreaming. So, yeah, he just turned three. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Very good. Mm. All right, Garrick, thank you once again, my friend. And we have a lot on down on paper, but the time still goes by. Very well done. Some weeks I think, geez, how are we going to fill up 15 minutes? And then <laughs> we actually talk too much. So. 14 minutes, 14 and a half minutes. Unbelievable. Good on you, mate. Uh, catch you next week. Right. See you, mate. Bye. There is fantasy legend uh, Garrick Knight. Um, I might have to backpedal on that. Uh, he's my number two. Now he's uh, hung up the phone and... Um, he, he would, he, he'd have to only scrape in, into fifth position and maybe sixth if, if I put my brother in there too, three kids, Geraldine, um, my brother, and then maybe Garrick. Let's get to a break before I dig myself a massive grave coming up on the other side of 12 o'clock. Boyd XL, stay tuned. It is an amazing man.